I bet you heard at some point in your life that email was dead and that no one opens their emails and nothing happens with emails. Now, let me give you a newsflash right away. Email marketing is the fastest distribution channel you'll ever own. Plus, study shows that from one euro that you invest in your email campaigns, you get 42 euros. So let me share with you two major trends right now with email plus a few more tips. So let's talk about it inside. Hey, I'm Veronica DiPolo and with more than 15 years being a marketing strategist, you're going to experience the new way to promote your business with clear and unique messaging by giving you actionable marketing and messaging strategies that get you interested leads to transform the lives of your audiences so that you build up your brand with continuous momentum. Get ready because here's where we say no to outdated marketing strategies and society norms and we say yes to change from the inside out. Welcome to the Branding Momentum Podcast. Okay, the elephant in the room is called email. You got email. And I'm so shocked that ever since a social media started happening and the internet, that it was, you know, it, everything was in full gear, that so many people started to spread the rumor that emails were not going anywhere. Not where they were not good anymore. And that was done. And this will continue to be the most powerful tool that you can ever use in your marketing strategy that you will ever use or own. Because I know you heard me say this before, but for those of you that are new here, let me remind you, everything that you sign up is on an email. Everything that you get into an Amazon account, everything that you get on a Zara account or a Netflix or a Spotify or on Apple, everything requests that you give them an email. So if this is the norm to sign up to a service, then why don't we as business owners actually do the same? Why do we have to like say like, no, this is not the right thing. Or I'm like, who's going to open an email? No, this is not about being salesy or being spammy. When you own data, like you own it and you own people's email list, you have literally the bull on your side. Like you actually own that. And it's your responsibility, you know, as business owners to keep the conversation going. Plus an email can take you literally minutes to actually draft and write for just not only just one person. You can do that for a thousand. How many people you have on an email in a simple matter of seconds. Actually, People open more an email or an SMS uh, text message, right? Then they would actually open something you are doing on social media or you are doing a video or anything. I, I really want you to think about this. Think about it. Plus on an email, you can get personal. 
You can tell stories. You can challenge your reader with value that you are giving them and you have their full attention because they've signed up to that email list, right? And this is what I exactly call the closest thing to having a pain customer because every one of those people that have signed up to be on your email list are also potential clients that will actually buy what you offer, right? So let me break it down very quickly for you. The type of audiences that when it comes to, you know, having on your email. So you have the cold audience, right? You have the people that actually don't know you at all. Then you have the warm audience. Then these are the people that know you a little bit because maybe they follow you or they, you know, they haven't purchased still anything from you yet, but they're a little bit warm right? And then you finally, you have your hot audience. And that hot audience is the people that have actually have bought something from you in the past. And that is your hottest and and hottest audience. Okay. So where is the money? Where is the money? So before people and still today, okay, I'm not saying like before, like, oh my God, years ago. No, no. Very recently. People build their email list through the newsletter, the blog that they're writing, and through these freebies and leak magnets that they're building right now. But now in 2023, the one thing that is actually going to make you people to sign up and get you money is because you are providing a transformation and that is called an upgraded lead magnet and where people actually do sign up for a five-day challenge or a seven-day challenge or a 14-day challenge right and each day you're going to give them a tip or an advice or something for them to challenge them into getting closer in how they can get to where they are right now to where they want to be. And you've heard me say this before when it comes to messaging. You got to, you know, shorten the gap with your audience. You have to show them the hook, the insight and the call to action. This is exactly the same strategy. You know, you're going to give them, and if you can, of course, and if you can, give them a short clip or a short tutorial on that email that they can go and watch. But if you can't do that, fine, just write it down and be sure that you are giving them and you illustrate the tip and the advice that you want them to get results from, right? And what's important is that that each day they learn something new, that it gets them actually closer to where they want to be. Don't repeat the same the next day or don't recap. You will do the recapping on the final day of your challenges, right? And some of these lead magnets and freebies, these can also be like toolkits and they can also be templates of easy things that you are giving them, right? And it can also be quizzes that you give them a quick quiz and then you give them the results in those 
quizzes. I remember um, a few years ago, we did one for our marketing. We were doing our market research and we did one about all about Friends, the TV show. So we put, everybody was called like Chandler, Joey, uh, Monica, Rachel, and Phoebe. So your personality determined what kind of person we thought you were. Okay. Now, one of the things that I want to come in here and say is that once they sign up to your email list, I'm going to give you a pro tip. And I suggest that you set up that email in a way that people don't immediately download your lead magnet. Okay. But send them to a personalized email and then you give them the email right away there with the instructions on how to get what they have signed up for. This way, you know, the email service provider doesn't consider your email as spam or as a promotional email. And let me give you an example. Maybe you can ask them, uh, reply to that email so that, for example, Google knows that it's coming from a human and it's a person that, you know, that they know personally. So they are, that's why they are replying to that email. And then once you have their email, you can send them, you know, a weekly update. And this can be in the form of uh, free resources or blog emails and it can be uh, podcast episodes that you're doing or news services that you are providing or even discount email. What's most important here is that in these emails, you give them value. If you don't have a newsletter, maybe you can create a weekly or a every two weeks or a monthly updated email about things that are happening, for example, within your industry, right? Or information that you've gathered and you put it all together and you are creating these email for that. So the next thing that you should be really considering on your um, emails is the title of your emails that will actually determine the amount of people that will actually open that email. And this is exactly what I've always said when it comes to messaging is the hook is the hook. And please, whatever email title you are putting, please don't be misleading. Don't write something. And then once people open it and they're like, Oh, um, they didn't say that. Um, like, what is this? This is crazy. I'm like, I'm going to tell you the best thing that you're going to have heard in your life. You, you ever heard in your life. And then when you go in there, there's like nothing. Right. So no, no, let's not do that. Let's not mislead people. Simply write something that is intriguing to them or or share something that maybe extract something that you were actually sharing inside and you can put that as part of your subject. Okay. Now your writing style is what also will make you sell in your emails because we hate getting promotional emails that are salesy, right? But your writing style, it should come as if you know them for years as if you are getting to know each other, right? So you should be thinking of either your ideal potential client, your avatar, or you should be thinking about your best friend because you want this email that somebody's opening it to feel 
connected and personal. It's like, for example, don't you hate it when you sometimes you get a DM from somebody on social media and you're like, you barely know me and why are you asking me for my money? Well, this is exactly the same thing. This is exactly the same thing, right? So the next thing that you're going to be doing is you're going to personalize those emails because now most email service providers, you can actually put the names of the people that you, and when people see their name, they actually feel like a, a connection. There's something like, oh, they know my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me open it. Like, who's this? Whatever. What, what do they want, right? Oh, and what you will actually do is that not only you can put their names, but you can also try and segment a little bit your list, meaning you can segment it in the way, because I'm not going to give you an email segmentation course unless you tell me and you write me uh, an email or you send me a DM and you let me listen you know what I really want to understand everything about segmentation but you can segment like personalize those emails in the form of like who bought your services or maybe they bought they sign up for elite magnet so you create a special list for the people that have only signed up for that lead magnet or people that have signed up for your newsletter. So you segment your list for that because then you know who is inside your database. You know who is there, who is opening them, who is not opening them, right? Who bought, who didn't buy. Okay. Now then the other most powerful tool and listen up, if you are distracted, come back to me. If you're driving, come back to me, <laughs> okay? One of the most powerful tools to sell on an email is the power of PS. And this is what I call the perfect call to action because maybe here you have given them, you know, all the information and the value and the tips inside of the body of that email but maybe you left some things because yes, we do that sometimes, right? And in the PS, you can say, hey, you know, maybe if you need more help about these tips, reply on this email, sign up for a call conversation or a one-on-one 20 minute session with me, anything that you may think that could work. And what I recommend is that at least one out of four of these emails have a PS. So you give them value for three times, right? And in the fourth one, you're going to be making a small pitch on how you can help them and how you can get them to where you actually want them to do. You're going to give them the call to action. So the other thing that we need to be very mindful is the stories that we say, how we are crafting the messaging that you are putting these emails. So if you've been with me, I've given you plenty of clues, plenty of ways how to craft your messaging, right? But stories, storytelling, stories sell. 
especially on an email. If you have stories of past clients, if you have stories of current clients, right? Of something that went so great, put that into your writing, put that into your email. If you have a video, do a video, do a little video. Why not? Right? So these kind of things make you sound less salesy, less spammy because you are connecting on deeper levels, right? And then before I let you go, you see, I'm going to do a pitch. <laughs> it is what it is. But we have a new onboarding welcome emails that we just came out. We just draft them out in Etsy and in our shop as well. And you can actually learn how to craft these emails. We're giving you the templates, how to create a new onboarding welcome email. Because why do I love new onboarding welcome emails? Listen, I am single. So anybody that would want to talk to me right off the bat and start selling me anything, I immediately go into my, I'm like, no, I'm single for a reason. And if I'm not want to be single, I'm going to start dating, right? So if I start dating, I get to know somebody. I'm not going to be heading into bed like right away. Maybe I would have done that in my 20s, but not anymore. <laughs> but I'm serious. We like to be talked a little bit. We like to be a little bit like sweet talk. And this is the same thing. When you have a new client, the last thing you want to do, in some cases, it depends on the case, right? And, this, and also it depends on the strategy. But when you have somebody that has signed up for something that is free, for example, you have to tell them who you are. You have to show them the true colors of what you actually do, what motivates you, what moves you to do whatever you're doing, right? So if you are actually getting somebody into your world, then you should be able to, with a few emails, catch them up into who you are, what you've done in the past, who do you help, how you understand their struggles and their pain. And you do that through your messaging, right? And you can also do that with your emails. We take for granted even the clients that we had in the past, but also we take for granted the clients that we have right now. Not many of them, I bet, that they know certain things that you do in your business. So these welcome email onboarding emails are a proof that you can actually continue to warm them up, continue to get them closer to where you actually want them to be. Okay. Okay. I think this has been more than enough for you. I think this can give you tons of ideas on how you can actually create those challenges for your potential clients and how you can put that into action right now for like five days or three days or seven days or 14 days, something that is quick. It doesn't matter what you do, as long as you are giving them a one data tip, one thing, one strategy, and then they move on. But you have to give them always 
a call to action at the end. And that's what I wanted to say before. You need to give them that PS. You need to give them that call to action so they come and become a hot audience. That's how you get email marketing to make money. All right, guys. I hope to see you same time, same place next week. Bye-bye.